At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Number two of the Lombardi line presented by Bet MGM, Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes, I am really looking forward to us doing our work on Saturday because we've got a great slate of college football that we're going to be watching all afternoon long. So I want to get your thoughts on some of those key contests that we see here and whether or not we should bet now or bet later. Because again, it kind of gets to, we talked about the Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. If you're a backer packer, maybe hop in on the six now, not knowing how that line light might fluctuate. Let's talk, talk about the all Michigan bowl here between the fighting Harbaugh's seven and zero Michigan Wolverines taking on Michigan state. Also surprisingly seven and zero. So this game in Spartyville here. And right now, Michigan has been instilled as the solid road favorite opening bet MGM at four what do you make of that number 53 and a half the over under here boy look you know me i like to back hardball here and it's been profitable so far this season what about in this spot sunday would you bet now or hold and bet it later. Yeah, this is the uh, Paul Bunyan trophy game between uh, Wolverines and Sparty. And, uh, oh, by the way, first time both of these teams have been undefeated, both of them being undefeated and ranked in the top 10 since 1964. This rivalry goes all the way back. And, uh, you know, I just read that, and I was, like, astonished to read that. I was like, wow, you know, all the good teams (laughs) that these teams have had over – you know, that many years, that long of a span. But nevertheless, that's what we have. And look, when I saw Michigan State last, and keep in mind they had a bye week last week, mm-hmm. I saw Michigan State, I was like, Harbaugh and Michigan are going to beat the hell out of these guys because Michigan State got away with one in Bloomington. They did. This is not, as you saw last Saturday, a very good team at my alma mater at Indiana University. And Indiana should have beaten Michigan State. They held Michigan State to like 241 yards of total offense. Michigan State had committed two turnovers, 12 penalties for 134 yards, and yet they still won, which shows you how how down Indiana mm-hmm. is very much this year. But uh, anyway... And and it opened four, went to four and a half for Michigan. And look, Michigan is doing what Michigan's been doing all season, pulverizing teams on the ground. They had 294 against Northwestern, nearly doubled them in total yardage. Uh, got away in the second half to get that cover because they were laying a big number because that might have looked like a dead spot because you had Northwestern coming in off an upset win, a small upset at home over Rutgers. Michigan off a bye, get Michigan State the next week. It's like, okay, is this kind of just like a get through? it game or something like that so you know that that's what I was looking at and look 
Michigan State is going to step up in class this year because they really haven't beaten a team, I don't think, of note so far this season. You're going against the number two scoring defense in the country in Michigan, 14.3 a game. But I think Michigan has a little bit to prove. Now, they've proven they can run the ball, but there's going to be a point where Cade McNamara is really going to have to make a play down the field in the passing game. He did it against Wisconsin, but against stiffer competition, which Michigan State is going to be, they're eventually going to get Penn State. They're eventually going to get Ohio State. So, you know, he's eventually, eventually a team like Michigan State maybe could perhaps be the first candidate is going to stack that box and say, okay, Cade McNamara, beat us through the air, you know, see if you can do it. And we know that it's priced in the market a little bit here, too, that Jim Harbaugh lost to Mel Tucker last year. Mm-hmm. Michigan State was 2-5. and five. <laughs> That was the bright spot of their campaign because Mel Tucker, we know, got signed late to take that head coaching job, so he essentially had, like, no recruiting class. And it ended up that Michigan State roster he took into Ann Arbor for the first time since 1940, they didn't have a player taken in the NFL draft wow. at Michigan State. That was the second longest in the country at that time. And now what Tucker has to do, he has to hit the transfer portal. It's worked out. Kenneth Walker the third from Wake Forest, the Heisman candidate running back, is very much proof of that. So, you know, I lean Michigan here. You're starting to get taxed. And people people point to the fact that Harbaugh, of course, is 0-6 against Ohio State. He's only 3-3 and against Michigan State. And these weren't always great Michigan State teams. No. Because Michigan State, in terms of the talent uh, uh, downgrade, I think that kind of happened when Pat Narduzzi left especially on the defense. And Mark D'Antonio, it kind of got stale up there, which is why he retired. And now you bring in Mel Tucker. And that kind of forced Jim Harbaugh's hand, too, because he's like, hey, I got to get a younger staff in here because I got to get better recruits. And that's why you see former players like Mike Hart and Ron Bellamy being brought back onto the Michigan staff because he's like, I got to compete with Mel Tucker because he is going to start, you know, recruiting some really good players here and getting better talent, whether it's out of high school or through the transfer transfer portal so a small lean to Michigan I feel like the number is right and obviously Michigan based on their against the number record not only being undefeated but they are six and one against the spread I think that's like the third best mark in all of FBS so you are paying a little bit of a tax here with Michigan so small lean to the Wolverines this might be a money line parlay where I don't want to lay the number but I think Michigan is going to win the game. All right, and to me, if I was going to buy now, I would bet it now on the under. And I always say mm-hmm. that life is too short to bet unders. But at 53-and-a-half, I just don't see that getting over that total. Yeah. i got to think that that number is going to come down. Well, we're starting to see it right? come down. We're starting to see 51s in the market. So that's exactly it. So if you want to get it, you better get it now because that number is going to keep coming down. Speaking of sides, okay, and you look at the side for Iowa in Wisconsin, maybe the right side you mentioned might be Michigan to make that a money line play here. You look at this in Wisconsin right now, favorite at home, mm-hmm. opened up at three against Iowa. Again, one loss, Iowa, who was not too long ago the number two team in the country. And the total set at 36 and a half. Whoa, would you bet any of these numbers now or would you bet them later? Yeah, second week in a row, Wisconsin is the unranked favorite. I was on them last weekend against Purdue, uh, determining if I want to come back for seconds here. Because <laughs> Iowa is off a bye week that I think they needed after that disappointing loss against Purdue, 24 to 7. But here's kind of how I break down these teams. Iowa is still looking for an identity offensively. They are 13th in the Big Ten. Only Indiana is worse in, in total the Big offense. Ten. Yes, 310.9 <laughs> yards a game. They just they, they don't really run the ball that great. They don't really throw the ball that great. They live off good defense and turnovers. And when they can force turnovers, they can beat anybody, but they only forced one against Purdue and committed four of their own. Right. And that was all she wrote, 24-7 Purdue. Meanwhile, you got a Wisconsin team that just went into West Lafayette and beat a ranked Purdue 30 to 13 uh, and Wisconsin has found an identity at least offensively run 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 Graham Mertz don't screw it up Graham Mertz only threw the ball for 52 <laughs> yards on Saturday threw the ball eight times Wisconsin by the way ran the ball balanced offense uh, you know bollocks to that because they ran it 51 <laughs> times for 290 yards so we know what Wisconsin is going to do get back to Barry Alvarez era football run the ball stop the run forced turnovers, and they gained five takeaways, Wisconsin did. They were plus three in turnover margin. They only had four in their first six games, so that's very Iowa of Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. which is the forced turnovers. So, you know, 
I don't really know what I want to do at this game because it's kind of that transitive handicapping where it's like, okay, Purdue went into Iowa and absolutely controlled the game and dominated them. Meanwhile, that same Purdue team got dominated by Wisconsin. So ordinarily, I lean to the unranked favorite. But I think you really can wait on this, I think, because you might see more Wisconsin support. It's been dancing around three and a half, four. I think it probably is all week, and especially in a low-scoring game. When you have 36 and a half My as a goodness. total, a lot of bettors will generally gravitate towards the underdog because it's like, man, there's not going to be very many points. I'm getting four points still with a very darn good defense in Iowa. So, you know, I may end up staying out of this game, but I do have a small lean to Iowa, especially if I can get four. It's pretty much three and a half in the market. Well, let's talk about that transitive property that you just brought to the table here, and let's look ahead here to the uh, what the world's greatest uh, outdoor t- cocktail party here, mm-hmm. Georgia against Florida. And you look at the number, and it's set at 46 and a half. That's what it opened at BetMGM. So they're not expecting a ton of points here. But the number one team in the country, boy, if you want to take them, you got to lay 13 against three lost Florida which is, I think, a stunner to say in a sentence that they've already lost three games here with all the offensive firepower that Florida has. So when you look at a game that's not expected to to score a ton of points, at least at 46.5, but you're getting 13, at least that's what it opens, what do you make of that number and maybe a lean towards the Gators here? Yeah, there's a reason why it's big, though, because Georgia's allowed five touchdowns all year, and we're going to be to uh, Halloween weekend here this year. Georgia, second-in-run defense, uh, second and pass defense, first in scoring defense, first in total defense. And Georgia, you know, with that schedule, they don't play patsies. I know Clemson is down this year, but we know Clemson's usually a juggernaut, right. you know, and play in a tough SEC schedule. Already has played Kentucky and, and the like here. So this Georgia defense is the unquestioned number one consensus, you know, unanimous number one defense in the country. So there's a reason why this is so big here. But one of the things you worry about, especially with the total in this game, is you worry we might get a defensive score or two. Right. And that's why, you know, 51, uh, that was the, I think the opener was in the high 40s and it's now up to 51. That's probably where it should be. So I would you know, small lean to the over. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to bet this game 14. You're obviously paying the tax here, but can Florida get off the mat here? Can Florida kind of stay with the season and know, okay, we're not going to go to the SEC championship game. But with Georgia, when you're undefeated at this point in the season, I don't care who the opponent is. The pressure tightens. The pressure yeah. is going to tighten here. The college football playoff rankings a week from tonight are going are, are going to be released. So, uh, you know, you would expect Georgia, barring stubbing their toe in Jacksonville this weekend, is going to be the number one team in the country. So I think it's kind of already priced in. The numbers are getting tighter the later we go in the season in college football. It is fascinating to think that eight weeks ago, before Georgia played Clemson, Georgia was getting a field goal mm-hmm. against Clemson. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Clemson, a team that has not covered once this season, right? And they were the number one team in the country at the beginning of the year. And that is astounding to me to look at Georgia and say, now you had to lay 13 in this annual shootout, what normally is a shootout. And that's why we've seen the number go up from 46.5 up to 51, as you pointed out. Now they got to lay 13 uh, in that classic game every year. I'm with you. If Georgia is who we think they are, There's a reason they're just not giving up points, but it could get a little bit tighter as the season goes on. So, again, bet now or potentially bet later. When we come back, speaking of bet, how about the NBA? First week, it's already in the books. We'll discuss when you come back with us right here on the Lombardi Line. I'm Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. 
So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back here on the Lombardi Line, I am Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds, and we're going to get back into some college football in a second, Wes. But I did want to pick your brain a little bit about the NBA slate tonight. And again, every time I see the 76ers and the Knicks, my head goes right back to Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. What's going on? What's the latest? Well, we know he's just out indefinitely here, and we know that the Knicks right now, they're going to win the NBA championship after they beat the Celtics in a game that I didn't think was going to ever end on opening night. And now, in this bitter rivalry between Philly and New York. You had to go to the Garden, the world's most famous arena, and lay a point and a half here at BetMGM tonight. What do you make of this matchup? Because it does feel like right now, boy, the Knicks are uber confident to start off the season. Yeah, absolutely they are. And uh, look, uh, Embiid, uh, questionable. I think he's going to play. You know, once he's officially announced, I do think that this is probably going to move currently in the market right now. Basically, one and a half, including at BetMGM, would not surprise me to see this move to pick once mm. Embiid is officially announced as going to be playing tonight. So, look, uh, Embiid, it's almost kind of like he's Tom Brady in New England. He's always going to be on the injury report, so you <laughs> never really know. So, there's a reason why, you know, if you like to bet these NBA overnights, that maybe that's, that's going to be the last game. It's almost going to be like a Wrigley Field total where they don't hang those in the overnights because they got to wait and see what the wind is doing. And then they, you know, go ahead and Mm -hmm. hang them the next morning on game day. Uh, New York uh, did lose to Orlando on Sunday. Not very good offensively. They were 13 of 48 from the perimeter. So a bad shooting uh, night for the Knicks. And the Knicks are shooting more threes now in the second year of Tom Thibodeau. And uh, you could see, you know, 45.5% of their attempts come from outside the arc. As you look at this Knicks team, it's like, okay, they've got a lot of drivers and they've got a lot of guys in the post here, but they're going the way of the league. I guess when in Rome do as the Romans do and shoot a bunch of threes, that's kind of the name of the game in the NBA. Philadelphia, pretty good three-point defense, about 33.3% so far this season. Uh, So uh, look, I'm not really sure what I want to do with this. I would lean right now, if you think Embiid is going to play, I would lean toward getting Philadelphia in the point and the half, but as of now, nothing for me. And that's the point. A great point, because the stars in this league right now, you just don't know, game in, game out, who's going to be playing or not. So I think you have to almost bet that with a little bit of caution here until we officially know uh, what Joel Embiid is going to do. This is going to be a nightly occurrence, to your point, with the Tom Brady uh, in New England always on that injury report. That's the way it is with Joel Embiid. So take caution there if you're back in the Sixers, if we are not certain yet if he's going to play. Let's talk about the Lakers and the Spurs, and this will be an interesting team in the Lakers here to chart as the year goes on because when you have superstar and superstar and and then you've got, you know, load management, the worst two words to ever hit the NBA, mm-hmm. you also have to be kind of leery on a night-in, night-out basis, not necessarily how much they're going to play, the Stars, but how much rest they're going to get. 
So now you're going on the road to take on Pop and where have all his horses gone here in San Antonio and lay the two and a half uh, bet MGM. That's what it opened up at. What do you make there of the Lakers going to San Antonio? Well, it, it came down from some places as the opener because LeBron is listed as questionable. And look, uh, the Lakers, I think, and, and it's kind of you could see this coming with the Lakers, that they were going to get off to a little bit of a slow start with Russell Westbrook coming aboard and a lot of, uh, a lot of elderly players yes. on the roster, shall we say, for the Los Angeles Lakers. And look, 0-3 against the number this season. So they have been overvalued, and that's why I was a little lukewarm on their win total. Spurs, quality, solid start. 2-1 and one against the number. Uh, been very efficient offensively. Lakers uh, were actually good. You know, offensively, they'd been poor the first couple of games. They were actually good against Memphis on Sunday. But defensively, they were not very good. So, uh, look, uh, they're not keeping guys out of the paint right now. They're letting guys be able to drive to the basket. They're giving up 48%. Uh, percent. Uh, this is actually from uh, John Von Tobel's uh, writing at vsin.com. He writes up the NBA card every day. Corner threes, 48% the Lakers are giving up right now. So, uh, look, when you can't keep them out of the paint, you know what the name of the game is in the NBA, drive and kick. Mm -hmm. And when you kick out to the corner for those open shooters, you're going to get very good looks. So, uh, I think, you know, it's already been discounted with LeBron not being able to go. So, I don't want to feel like I'm taking the worst of it here with San Antonio at two and a half. Okay, let's get to one more game very quickly, and that's the Nuggets and the Jazz. Now, look at this matchup here with two teams that we believe can be elite out west. I think I think points, right? And I see the, the, the side here, uh, you got the Jazz minus seven, but I look at that total of 218 and a hook when it opened up at BetMGM. What do you make of that? Because, again, you talk about drive and kick. Boy, nobody does it better than the Jazz. They're mm-hmm. going to knock down threes. They're going to take a ton of threes, whether they can knock them down or not. That's the other story. Yeah, it's been a weird start for Denver, too. Uh, the the defensive minded Denver Nuggets apparently sixth in defense only twenty seventh in offense Utah solid on both ends nine offensively uh, second defensively but this is up to seven and that's still a lot of points to give the MVP and a solid roster I know Jamal Murray is still out here but if you look at Denver some recent trends at least as a road dog on back to back the last three seasons because this is a back to back spot for Denver eight and two against the number for eighty uh, percent very good against the division team. They just lost to Cleveland at home, who's kind of a down team mm-hmm. in the East. So that's why I think you get a little bit of inflated number. I know Denver is one and three as an underdog at Utah in the last three seasons. But, you know, Utah, I, I just think that this is a little bit inflated here from this standpoint, getting seven. So I'm going to trust Michael Malone. I'm going to trust the Denver Nuggets here in terms of maybe getting their offense right a little bit. Seven's just too much in this spot. Mike Malone or Michael Malone? Yeah, have, I know. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to get lectured like Cassidy Hubbard did. Apparently, that one who night. Who knew? So sensitive about the first name there. I know. Uh, let's get back to something we were doing. We're talking a little college football here, Wes, and bet now or bet later because Saturday, you and I betting across America. We've got a great slate of college football games on Saturday to go through. We did not get to a couple that I did want to touch upon here. Let's talk about Penn State and Ohio State. Now, look, you look at Penn State coming off that awful nine overtime loss to Illinois, nine overtimes. I thought they they switched the rules so they wouldn't get all these extra, Mm -hmm. whatever. Okay, so now they're coming in, wounded uh, animal here at five and two after that terrible loss. They were once the top five team in the country. Then you lose to Iowa, and now you lose to Illinois, and you're going up against Ohio State, and all of a sudden, even though they have the one loss, they still look like the best team in this conference. Boy, you got to lay a big number if you want to back the Buckeyes here. Would you bet now or would you bet later? I bet it now because I still think there's probably room to move here. And I don't know how much more because this did open like 15, 15 and a half on Sunday. It has essentially been one-way traffic on Ohio State. And it looks like uh, on the Penn State side that Sean Clifford is going to be given the clearance to go in terms of uh, what the update is. I don't know if he's 100%. He certainly wasn't against Illinois no. on Saturday, and you could tell. They only had – I know Illinois, it's almost like, oh, they got in that wacky overtime thing going for two where you have to after the uh, third overtime, and they got lucky. Illinois didn't get lucky. Illinois is a better team on Saturday. They, they ran for over 300 yards. Penn State only had, like, I think – I don't know the exact amount but it was around two and a quarter. It was around 225 yards of total offense. So uh, you look, uh, 
I think Sean Clifford is probably going to go here. I don't know that he's 100%, but you've got to also look at Penn State's mindset here. You lose the first ever nine overtime game in the history of the NCAA. You lose to an Illinois team who had just gotten called out by their coach like, hey, none of the guys on the offensive line that were here are playing, you know, or it's almost like Bielema was kind of calling out his team a little bit. But you know what? Maybe calling out your team sometimes works because Illinois was right in the game. They lose their quarterback late. He throw, uh Peters, who went back to being QB1, throws the uh, pass that gets them to win 20 to 18 and 9 overtimes. I could only bet Ohio State here. Mm. And I feel like I'm late to the party, but I feel like, you know, this may go up to 20. I don't wow. think, uh, you know, and then maybe you see a little bit of buyback on the Nittany Lions, but I don't want to get in front of Ohio State right now. I don't know how you can in this spot. Plus, add to the fact with Penn State that it did come out yesterday that, uh, you know, maybe it's much ado about nothing, but I tend to believe where there's some smoke, there's some fire. Uh, James Franklin hiring the uh, CAA super agent for coaches, Jimmy Sexton. Uh-oh. So it's like there's got to be a reason he's making a change there. I mean, I, I don't know if necessarily he's looking for beachfront property in Southern California <laughs> on Zillow or something like that. But he's got to be maybe at least planning a potential exit strategy because one of the very reasons is because he coaches at Penn state and he's always looking up at these Buckeyes in Columbus getting five-star dudes out the wazoo pretty much at every single position. So it's like, Hey, I don't know if I can compete with these guys. I'm at USC. I'm still the gold standard in, in the back 12 in terms of the South division. So maybe there's a potential that he moves on there. Everybody's being rumored for that job right now. Mike Tomlin, by the way, put those rumors to bed in his presser here on Tuesday. But uh, nevertheless, you wonder if there's distractions here with Penn State, plus the fact that Clifford doesn't look like he's 100%. And last year, Penn State didn't deal with adversity very well. Remember they lost that controversial overtime finish at Indiana? Yes. That started an 0-5 streak down the stretch, and then they won their Final Four against subpar competition when the season was pretty much already decided. So it would be Buckeyes or nothing for me. So, again, bet it now if you're a backer of Ohio State because, to your point, this number could go up before we get to kickoff. Uh, Saturday night in Columbus. All right, when we come back here, we're going to take a deeper look into the AFC North, a division where I think we thought we knew. Maybe we have to re-examine it. We'll do that right here on the other end of a short break on the Lombardi Line. I'm Visa and the Sports Betting Network. football season your best sports betting season ever start your visa free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts including 24 7 video streaming daily best bet emails betting splits with money and ticket percentages on every game plus full access to visa.com data and analysis you get everything visa has to offer for only 22 dollars per month sign up now at visa.com slash subscribe dave ross alongside west reynolds here on the lombardi line on visa and when you look ahead to the afc north now this division i think we all had it figured out this was going to be the ravens mm-hmm. and or the browns and all of a sudden the cincinnati bengals have put themselves right in the middle of this conversation because right now first place tied with the ravens atop the division at five and two well they're the brownies and they're all banged up at four and three and oh by the way we kind of cast out the Steelers. They won a couple in a row. They're back to three and three. And so now when you start to handicap this division going forward, Wes, it gets a lot more interesting. I don't think we thought this could arguably be the most competitive division in pro football. Yeah, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, yes. as, as we dubbed them on Sunday. Because, look, that was very impressive. And uh, I do want to give a shout to one of our colleagues, uh, James Salinas, who does the Pro Football Blitz after us on the weekends uh, with Brady Cannon right here on VEASAN. And he was a guest on Gil Alexander's Megapod that he does on Thursday. And he actually ended up, because I was kind of like 50-50 on that Bengals-Ravens game. Because it was like, I kind of want to fade the Ravens here because I think they're priced at the top of the market but this is a step up in class we thought for Cincinnati and he made a very good point in terms of like when you look at what a team you've got to take a holistic view of a team schedule 
the Ravens had played so many emotional games. If you really looked at them, uh, what they were heading into for that game, they had had, uh, you know, the comeback. It started with the uh, the loss to the Raiders in overtime here at Allegiant Stadium. Then they had that comeback on Sunday Night Football against the Chiefs, paid them back for the beatdown from last year. Then they had a 66-yard field goal they needed to get by the lowly Detroit Lions. Then they had the Denver Broncos, who at that time were undefeated, three and zero. Ravens go ahead and lick them, and then they have that mirror, that comeback on Monday Night Football where they were down 22 to three and came back against the Colts. Then they beat down the Chargers the next week. You had played so many big games that it almost gets to a spot where you were, like, going to lay an egg. And James Salinas made a very good point about that in terms of the energy of a team. There are times over a long season where it is tough to keep that up week to week, and you're eventually going to get a spot where you're just flat and you just don't have it. And I think that was the Ravens' spot last Sunday against Cincinnati. So that's why I'm not really wanting to knock the Ravens too far down the mark because now they finally get a bye week this week that they very much need I think kind of recharge the batteries here they've got a, they've got a very solid record I think they're still the rightful favorite in the AFC North we know the offensive numbers have been very good Lamar Jackson I think still continues to evolve they're not calling him oh he's a running back playing quarterback right. anymore you're like he's actually evolving you're seeing him make better throws without taking away you know that talent and those those magic legs so to speak uh you know uh, like Lieutenant Dan magic legs and <laughs> Boris Gump but that's what they're doing. I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to like let him do what he does best, which is run the football, but still develop him in the passing game. So I still think the Ravens are the rightful favorite. Cleveland, I think, still has the most talent, but they don't have the most healthy talent no. right now because you look at that injury report, Baker Mayfield still questionable at that shoulder, corner Denzel Ward questionable, Conklin questionable, because we saw a couple Sundays ago when they had both those tackles out against Arizona. They were DOA from the get-go against Arizona. They did get uh, Wills back, I believe, last week, and they ran the ball much better against Denver on Thursday night. Nick Chubb, of course, still questionable. DPJ, Donovan Peoples-Jones, who I think has kind of been a revelation in the passing game, the receiver out of Michigan this year, has really made some big plays for this team. He is questionable. So you want to see if the Browns can get healthy, and they're playing the Steelers this week. Right now, I think it's three and a half at BetMGM. You mentioned the Steelers. All of a sudden, we kind of cast these dudes aside. It's like, oh, God, they're trash. This is over for the Steelers. They win two in a row and actually show signs of life on offense. Well, here's the thing, and that's I'm so glad you brought up the Steelers here because now at 18-1, to 18-1 to 1 for, for a team that's a game and a half out of first place here, and, and I think you kind of look at this division, and it might cannibalize itself here, and these games, I think this game for the Steelers this week – against Cleveland is the perfect opportunity going on the road, potentially no Baker Mayfield to your point. And, you know, OBJ is just not OBJ. And I don't know how much they scare you anymore offensively because they just don't have their, their top two running backs. And I know they got a great fill-in performance on Thursday night and that win against Denver. But I'm starting to look at the Steelers. And I look at the next four and I go, okay, if you can win, this is, to me, at value at 18-1. to 1. It all breaks down to can they win on the road this week in Cleveland? Because after mm-hmm. that, the Bears come to Pittsburgh, then the Lions come to Pittsburgh, and then they got a tough one on the road against the Chargers. But they could be looking at a team here. If they could be Cleveland, all of a sudden that could, that two-game winning streak could be a five-game winning streak before you blink an eye. Yeah. And they have the best defense in this division. Yeah, this is still a chance. I've always said about the Steelers, even before the season, this is a championship-level defense. They don't have really a championship-level offense, but it has been better. Now, that game against Seattle, that Sunday night game a couple weeks ago, that did get a little dicey for those guys because they did have a 14-0 lead, had to hang on for dear life and win in overtime. But you saw against the Denver Broncos, they were able to run the ball. Big Ben was efficient and actually had a little bit of a time, but I was impressed that they did find a running game against the against the uh, Denver Broncos a couple weeks ago, and then uh, kind of continuing a little bit uh, against Seattle, they were able to find a solid running game, ran it for about 120 yards, kind of by committee, Najee with most of mm-hmm. the, the bulk of the carries there, but yeah, this is a tough one for me to ascertain. I have not made a bet yet on, on this game because I'm not sure of the injury report in Cleveland, but Steelers come in off a of bye week. Now, Cleveland has a couple extra days 
twice because they played Thursday night against the Denver Broncos. They only won by three, but that played like more like a 10-point no game. Doubt. It felt like Denver was never really in the game. Then all of a sudden, I'm looking, and I had bet Cleveland. I was like, this is a three-point game. Like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? But uh, old man uh, Dearness there uh, for the Cleveland Whew. Browns ran all over him. So uh, that's why people don't want to pay running backs because you get these guys kind of at the bottom end of the roster, and they right. can have big performances like that. So, uh, you know, Steelers, I do think, are in this. And I, their season win total, I think, at the beginning of the season was like, what, eight and a half? And it was juiced to the under. I was like, how can a team with this level of defense be eight and a half? So I didn't really know necessarily uh, what to make of that. I think the offensive concerns are still a little bit there. They might have been assuaged at least over the last couple of performances. By the way, this look ahead was two and a half. Now up to three and a half, though. And I think mainly it was because the Steelers didn't play and Cleveland did get a win with Case ah, Keenum in at quarterback. So now it's like, well, Baker might be back. So I think that might already be taxed in the number here at three and a half for I'm Sunday. kind of find myself leaning uh, towards Pittsburgh's way on this one if I'm still getting that three and a half. So let's see where that number goes if Baker Mayfield can go. One team we really haven't detailed, you mentioned Cincinnati, right? All of a sudden, their defense is starting to show mm-hmm. up the last two weeks mm-hmm. against the Ravens. And I, I know it was the Hello Kitties in Detroit the week before that. But offensively, we talk about Jamar Chase a lot on betting across America and certainly on, on the green zone as being a possible MVP, or Rookie of the Year candidate here with Joe Burrow. I look at their next four, and they've got the Jets, then that big one against Cleveland, and then they get the bye week, and then they come out here to the desert to take on the Raiders. I mean, all of a sudden, if you're looking at plus 350 to win this division, if I can't interest you in Pittsburgh, America, at 18-1, to 1, could I interest you in the Bengals at plus 350? The the schedule, at least in the interim, doesn't seem to be you know the most stringent of schedules, right. shall we say. You go to the Jets, you get the Browns at home, then you come out to Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium to face the Raiders, but... With Cincinnati, this is a really weird spot for these guys because now you look at the number. They are laying 10 on the road at the New York Jets. By the way, the look ahead was three and a half. A lot of this is Zach Wilson is not going to go for the Jets, so it looks like it's going to be Mike White. Joe Flacco has now rejoined the New York Jets, you know, in case of emergency break open glass here, (laughs) and that's what they might have to do. But you look at it, it's like, how can the Bengals lay 10 on the road here? And so that's my initial thought, but it's like, how can I take the Jets necessarily at plus 10 this Sunday? Uh, But how does Cincinnati, a team that's not used to having success, how do they handle success? How do they handle media love? Like the Arizona Cardinals on the other side, who'd be the number one seed in the NFC, Cincinnati, the number one in the AFC as of today. Arizona's been able to kind of keep their feet and you know, stay me. in their shoes here yeah. and handle success. Now, how is Cincinnati going to do it off that big win against Baltimore? Burrow had over 400 yards passing. Jamar Chase, 200 yards receiving in a touchdown. So, you know, and it looks like he's going to be the favorite for offensive rookie of the year, at least of today. But, you know, Cincinnati, I think, has a little bit more to prove. I would not necessarily be taking them at 350 because I think it's already priced downwards because this team was down where the Steelers were to start the season, so it's obviously adjusted. But, yes. you know, I want to see if they can handle success. And I know the Jets are a bad team, but if you can go in there in the Meadowlands and win by more than double digits, then it's like, okay, you know, I know this is a bad team, but I'd actually be impressed with that because I'm like, okay, they've got a focus here, and, and maybe they are absolutely for real. Yeah, I think you, to your point, the Steelers are going to get the best value right now if you want to back them at 18-1. Maybe the value is not as good for the Bengals that you could have had a pre-flop, certainly with the way they played so far. When we come back Thursday Night Football, it's like 48 hours away, not too long away from kickoff to begin another week in the NFL. We'll break down that game in depth when you come back with us right here in VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. 
That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you to Showtime with a special offer on the World Series. Simply place a $10 money on wager on any game, and if either team hits a home run in the game, you're going to win $200 bucks in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy the World Series like never before with BetMGM's live betting options and boosted odds specials at your fingertips for every single game. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com to use the bonus code VEASAN200 to win $200 bucks in free bets if a home run is hit in the World Series game that you wager on. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued on non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Again, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here wrapping up the Lombardi line on a Tuesday. But again, boy, you blink, it's going to be Thursday, and we've Mm -hmm. got Thursday night football. And we talk about the line moves that we've seen so far. And again, hopefully you heard Will Hill uh, in the first hour of this program here. The Packers now getting six at over-under set at 51, according to BetMGM. It is interesting because we know that Devontae Adams is a long shot at best right now. He's on the COVID-19 list along with Joe Barry. He's the defensive coordinator for the Packers. And right now it sounds like the coaching staff is in this incubation period as they try to make sure that they got some healthy guys to be able to make this trip here to the desert to take on the Cardinals. And it looks like the Cardinals, boy, you mentioned it in the last segment here, they have handled right now the bullseye being placed on their back covering big numbers like they did last week against Houston, which I thought might have been a little bit of a look-ahead spot to this Green Bay game. Didn't affect them on Sunday. How do you handicap this game uh, just about 48 hours before kickoff? Yeah, and and also I want to say that this line move I don't necessarily think is just Devontae Adams. Okay. I don't think it's exclusively, you know, what what was the opener on this game? Like, like uh Four, I believe. Yeah, so I don't think it's the full move on Devontae Adams because I think when you look at Green Bay, and I pointed this out last week, and that's why I was on the Washington football team, should have gotten a cover but did not get it. But look, Washington, who was, I think, like 24th in offense, put almost 450 yards on this team, but went 0-4 in the red zone. Green Bay had not stopped anybody in the red zone for a touchdown. I mean, it was a perfect conversion rate against them. And then Washington goes 0-4. 
before Taylor Heineke uh, premature dive uh, didn't Can't do, do the, that didn't do the full layout belly flop like like I like I would do in the pool but uh, <laughs> you know and that ended up being ruled short it was a fourth and goal from the one they don't get in they get stoned at the goal line so Washington really should have gotten the cover but nevertheless the Packers get the win you look at who the Packers have played so far and they're six and one so mm-hmm. I don't want to say okay they're a bad team and a total paper tiger. But I do think that they're a little bit overrated on the basis of who they have played so far. If you look at who Green Bay has played, other than Cincinnati, who's a little bit above the Mendoza line in terms of offense and actually got there this weekend above that Mendoza line because they had like five and a quarter yards on the Baltimore Ravens. Look at the offenses Green Bay has played so far this year and where they rank. They played the Saints lost to them week one. That was their only loss. They won six in a row and now covered six in a row, Mm -hmm. by the way. Saints, 29th ranked in offense in the NFL. The Bears, 32nd ranked in offense in the NFL. The Pittsburgh Steelers, 27th ranked. Detroit Lions, 24th ranked. The Washington football team, now 20th ranked. San Francisco, 18th ranked. So six of their seven opponents are in the bottom half of the league in terms of total offense right now. Now you're getting the Arizona Cardinals, who are seventh in the league, 402 yards a game. Also uh, averaging 32 points a game. So now it's like, okay, can this Green Bay defense, which is, you know, kind of been put together with duct tape, especially in the secondary with King out, with Jair Alexander out. Mm-hmm. So here we go with the Arizona Cardinals and the and the full amount of weapons they have with Hopkins and Rondale Moore and Christian Kirk and, of course, Kyler Murray. They're running the ball a little bit better. James Conner, Chase Edmonds kind of doing it by committee out there in Arizona. So that is why you're seeing this because I know you're probably going to see more tickets as the week goes along, come in on green Bay. Cause it's like, how can green Bay be getting six points here? Arizona, maybe, you know, they're due for, for a letdown at some point, still the only undefeated team in the national football league. This is a game. I am probably not going to bet though, because these are two teams I want to fade. Cause I certainly want to fade the Packers on the basis of what I've said in terms of their soft schedule with offensive units that they face so far this season. Also that secondary Alexander still on IR. Kevin King's going to be questionable. So green Bay can be had defensively and they might get had here against Arizona but when does Arizona hit that wall because now it's kind of like okay you're beating your chest out and you did come off even though you were a big favorite against Houston that was an emotional game because it was J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins Mm -hmm. first games against their old longtime team down there in Houston so you could kind of tell even though they started out a little bit flat they picked it up because it's like you want to pick it up for your guys that may have gotten done wrong or had things go sideways at their previous stint. So the rest of the guys want to pick it up and like win it for these guys so they can give them the game ball right. in the locker room and dance and hoot and holler and have a good time. This is probably one just on the number. I understand why people are taking the Packers, but I am being very cautious here, and I'm probably going to end up staying out of this. What well, is fascinating? You mentioned that the line opened up at, at three and a half, and it's up to six here. And also, the the uh, total opened up at fifty three and a half. That's been bet down to fifty one here. Mm-hmm. So when we look at a game script for a Thursday night, you, you kind of think sloppy. Right, And you kind of go, well, I I wonder if both these teams might uh, try to get their sea legs here when you don't have a whole lot of of time to recuperate from a Sunday game. Is that why you see that tick down with those underbetters coming in strong to move this down to 51? Yeah, it's a short short week as well. So, uh, you know, maybe some injuries and not having everybody available on that short week. But we know primetime games started out like gangbusters going to the over. It's kind of regressed to the mean, you know, over really the last couple weeks. So... You know, it's 51 still still a good size number here, and I would expect points. I don't know if I'm going to bet the over, but I do think as we get toward game day, which will be Thursday night, more Green Bay money is going to come in just on the basis of how big that number is. It's like I got a 6-1 and one team almost getting a touchdown on the road to an Arizona Cardinals team that's still in the mind of the public kind of unproven, even though they're 7-0 and oh right now. And I, you also got a guy by the name of Aaron Rodgers, old mm. number 12, Go back over his last 10 primetime starts. Undefeated Ooh. in those primetime starts. 10-0. Uh, and 0. By the way, 2019, he was 3-0, straight up 2-1 ATS. 2020, 5-0 on both sides. And so far this season, 2-0 straight up in ATS in primetime. So 
you will see money come back. I expect this is going to close low, lower than this current number of six. Yeah, again, if you're going to be a back in the Packers on this one, you might want to hop in on that number right now at six to your point. Yeah, I don't less. think this is going six and a half or seven unless all of a sudden it's like number 12 appears on that injury Uh-oh. report and then it's going way north of that. All right, very quickly here, when you look at these two in, in King Kyler and Aaron Rodgers here, short short guys here as far as MVP odds go, right, going mm-hmm. forward, these are going to be two of your, your favorites going forward. Can you... You can't eliminate one of the guys here, but certainly on a spotlight like this on a Thursday night, if you're thinking MVP in your futures market, boy, is there is there a way that this game it could really lead to one of these guys getting elevated uh, into that in that favorite status? Well, there will be an adjustment, I think. Clearly, I don't think the loser is going to be out of the race. But right now, as you can see, Kyler Murray seven to two, the favorite to win MVP. Dak right behind him, four to one. Josh Allen nine to two. Tom Brady seven to one. Aaron Rodgers still on that first page in terms of the left side of the leaderboard at 10 to 1. So, look, I don't think any of these guys are going to necessarily be out of it. Obviously, the prices ain't, aren't going to drift nope. very much higher, really. I think these guys are going to be in it, and they're going to be staying in it. So that's where you maybe say, okay, where can I look a little bit you know, down the board? I know uh, our guy Tank Williams, a uh, longtime defensive back in the NFL that contributes every Sunday with us on the green zone, he was like, I think, you know, uh, they, he and another guy, I think it was Sean Smith, who was doing that Titans game for us, that Derrick Henry maybe should get wow. MVP at 16 to 1. We know running back hadn't won since Adrian Peterson. Uh, what year was that, if you can recall? Oh my it was goodness. like, it was well over a decade ago. Running backs have, you know, they gone, just, they've, they've gone the way it. of the Edsel in terms of winning the NFL MVP. But. If Derrick Henry does a 2K season yet again, you certainly got to look at that. And then all of a sudden, uh, you see that old uh, Patrick Mahomes drifting up to 40 to 1, Whoa. priced with Joe Burrow. So if you believe in the Cincinnati Bengals and if you believe that offensive line can keep him upright, Joe Burrow, 40 to 1, big number down the board. And again, I go back to the Emmett Smith days when he was winning MVPs. You just don't see that with no. running backs anymore in the NFL. Uh, but again, Lamar Jackson, after that clunker last week, drops down to 12 to 1. You're right with Derrick Henry at 16-1. We got about 30 seconds to go here, Wes. Very quickly, uh, your final thoughts before we get to game one of the World Series. Again, we're expecting low scoring, obviously, in this one with your frontline starters going in game one. I think the Astros uh, uh, go ahead and win this series here. I would say Astros in six would be my prediction. I have not bet that accordingly, though. Astros in six. Cannot wait for the beginning of the World Series. Uh, Wes, always enjoy the conversation. Back with Michael Lombardi tomorrow right here on the Lombardi Line on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.